You are listening to sermons from the pulpit of the Bible Baptist Church in Marysville, California. We hope you will be blessed as you listen to another practical message. For that, what a blessing. Thank you so much. We are blessed with some wonderful music and just prepares the heart for uh, worshiping God. And I'm so thankful for that. Thank you for that great uh, message and song this morning. Psalm chapter number 40 here, and as we, uh, as I was preparing last week for the, the message, I uh, preached a, a message entitled, I Believe, and I told you there was just no way that I could, in one service, say everything that I believe, and I couldn't in several services, uh, but I couldn't get away from that thought, so this morning, well, I'm going to preach to you on the subject, I Believe. And, you know, uh, if there is anything that we need, we need faith. We need faith. The world is trying to just pull our faith. The enemy is trying to destroy our faith. When we have no faith, we have no confidence. When we have no confidence, we have no ability to, uh, to, uh, to serve the Lord. It just reduces our, our opportunities. It reduces uh, what we will do because we, we are shaken and we need faith. And this morning, I just want to uh, preach to you on the subject, I believe, Psalm 40, verse 1. Psalm 40, verse 1, I waited patiently for the Lord, and he inclined unto me and heard my cry. What a blessing. What a blessing. That God would even consider to stop and think and listen to us. I mean, the God of heaven has time for me. The God of heaven, 7.2 billion people in the world, and he knows my name. Amen. He listens. What, a, what an amazing God we have. He brought me up also out of an horrible pit, out of the miry clay, and set my feet upon a rock and established my goings. Are you saved this morning? Woo, you say, oh, I was, I, he didn't pick me up out of the horrible pit. No, you just don't understand your sin. He said, well, I wasn't engaged in all of that. No, that sin that God not, if you got saved as a four-year-old, God picked you up out of an horrible pit. Uh, the, the depths of sin, the penalty of sin, uh, you have been saved from. And I'm thankful for everyone that has that testimony, but I'm so thankful that he did pull me out of that horrible pit. And uh, he did take me out of that miry clay. What a blessing. And he hath put a new song uh, in my mouth even praise unto my God. What a wonderful thing. You know, as a child of God, we ought to have a song. We're, we're not even getting to the message yet. Uh, just, just think about how good God is. And you think about all that he has done for us. And he gives us, he doesn't just give us a song. He puts a new song in our mouth. Even praise unto our God. And, uh, and he changes the, 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 the music. He changes everything, the focus. Uh, and uh, many shall see it and fear. Uh, what God does in the believer's transform life will impact those around other people they'll see it many shall see it in fear and shall trust in the Lord and what a blessing that, that is blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud nor such as turn aside unto lies 
You know, in verse number four there, I want you to look at it, that first little phrase, blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust. Blessed is the man, so ladies, I'm sorry, I'm not preaching to you this morning. Now, blessed is the man that maketh the Lord his trust. That word trust there is talking about faith. It's talking about confidence. It's talking about belief. It is the one that we look to. All of us have some, somebody that we look to when we have a need. There's somebody that's there that is our anchor. That just, they're the person that we can go back to. And God says, blessed is that man who maketh the Lord his trust. To where we are looking to him. And this morning, I want to speak to you on that subject, I believe. Father, I pray that you'd bless now these next few moments. And Lord, each and every person that hears my voice this morning, they have set aside time. They have uh, purposefully chosen to, uh, to be here today, to, to, to uh, be a part of this service, whether in person or online. And I pray that you would help all of us. May our trust Lord, may, may our faith, may it grow. Uh, may you help us today uh, to uh, just get some things reestablished in our own lives. So just bless now, please, for Christ's sake. Amen. I want you to see, first of all, uh, when, with that statement, I believe. Number one, I believe in God. I believe in God. In God. You say, well, Pastor, that is such a big statement. Absolutely. It's a big statement. I believe in God. And, and when I say that, uh, it is so big. It is not so big because it's a broad statement. Uh, it is big because we have an amazing God. And he, he impacts so many areas of our life. He is to impact every area of our life. You know, the Bible says that without me, ye can do nothing. Uh, but every Everything is of God. You know, this morning for you just to be able to get up, uh, it was because God was good to you this morning. Uh, for you to be able to, uh, to even think about uh, coming to church, uh, to have that mindset, that was because God gave you that ability uh, to, to have the legs, to have the desire, to have the strength, to have the energy, to have anything that we have. Uh, everything uh, comes from God. Without Without me, uh, ye can do nothing. And that is absolutely true. We cannot have a thought without God. We cannot see anything without God. Uh, we can't enjoy. We can't sense. Uh, we can't feel. There is nothing that we can do without God. So when we say, I believe in God, uh, it is not just because I believe in a deity. I believe in the God of heaven uh, that created this world and is, uh, has given us a wonderful opportunity opportunity uh, to live. I believe in God. And he said here in verse number four, blessed is that man that maketh the Lord his trust and respecteth not the proud, nor such as turn aside. Many, O Lord my God, are thy wonderful works which thou hast done, and thy thoughts uh, which are to us were they cannot be reckoned 
up uh, in uh, order unto thee. If I would declare and speak of them, they are more than can be numbered. Uh, we have an amazing God. And this morning, uh, you know, I just want to just say, I believe in God. Uh, many, O oh Lord, are thy wonderful works. You know, the Lord is such a wonderful God, and we should look and see all that, uh, that he does for us. Yesterday, uh, Brother Franklin and I, and there was many that were out yesterday uh, just passing out flyers, getting things ready for the bus route, and witnessing the people. And I heard that uh, we had some folks saved yesterday, and uh, what a blessing that that is. And Brother Franklin and I had the opportunity to go out, and I was, I was just, uh, just enjoyed that. It was just such a blessing. Uh, the fellowship and getting to talk to people. And as we were talking, we got to talk to a man by the name of Jeremy. And Jeremy uh, asked him if he knew he was uh, going to go to heaven. And, and he said, well, he says, I don't know that anybody can know that. And, and as we started talking, he said, do you, do you know? Uh, does it, can anybody know? And I started talking about uh, how the Lord saved me. And he stopped me and said, I can just tell in your eyes that you do know. He was, it was just, he was shocked that anybody could know that when they die, they're going to go to heaven. Let me tell you something. I know that I'm going to go to heaven. Uh, why? I believe in God. I believe uh, what God has not only said, I believe what God has done in my life. And when you stop and think about all that God has done, it helps our trust in him to grow. And maybe our faith uh, uh, to, to get saved starts down here and we don't know him very much, but all of a sudden you start living for him and you start serving 38 years after being saved. Uh, I've seen God prove himself true over and over and over again. Let me tell you, I believe God now more than I've ever believed him before. Why? Because he has proved himself to be faithful. His word proves to be true over and over and over again. Uh, many wonderful works. Uh, and with those many wonderful works, and as we take steps of faith as a believer, and we, we're not sure, okay, should I do this? Should I not do this? I uh, Think about just the, all the things that we do as Christians and, and, and decisions that we make and taking those steps. And you take a step of faith, and then you see God and his word proved true in your life. What does that do? That gives you more strength to take that next step of faith. Uh, and you know, the Bible says that the just shall live by faith. It's not just talking about being saved for salvation. It is a life of, it is a life of faith. And that faith should continually grow. Why? Because you see God prove himself true. I believe God. I believe God. You know, if someone were to ask, tell me that, uh, uh, my, or if, if I knew my wife had said something and somebody else said, uh, no, she didn't say that, she said something different. You know, if it comes down to the two, I'm believing her. You know why? Because there's a relationship there. She has proved herself honest and trustworthy. And then, you, know, you know something? God proves himself trustworthy. He's trustworthy. He, he's worthy of your faith. He's worthy of you taking that step of faith. He's worthy of you taking a step of salvation. He's worthy of you taking a step of service. He's worthy of you taping, taking a step of sanctification. He is worthy of you taking any step uh, that's going to draw you closer to him. And it is going to be a step of faith. But you can believe God. And this morning, I just want us to stop and think uh, that, that we have a wonderful, 
wonderful God and who is trustworthy. I believe God. I believe God is real. I believe Jesus Christ, the Son of God, has manifested himself to this earth. He went to that cross and he died uh, to pay the sins of mankind's debt. Uh, he, was, he was crucified. He was buried. He rose again that third day. I believe. I believe uh, it, that God is real. I believe in Jesus Christ, his son. I believe when a person puts their faith in Christ that their sin debt has been forgiven. Their name has been written down in the Lamb's book of life and they became a child of God. They were born again. I believe that. Uh, I believe that God loves me. I believe God loves me. I don't know why. But I believe it. I believe God loves you. I believe that God loves you. I believe that God loves this world as broken as it is. I believe God loves this world. I believe that he loves this world and, and he wants them to be saved. He wants uh, mankind to have a relationship with him. If I did not believe that, I would quit the ministry tomorrow. I would go get a different job if I did not believe that God loved me. If I didn't believe that God loved this world. If there was no love, there would be no reason for us to be here this morning. There would be no reason for us to assemble. If there was not the love of God and there was not the forgiveness of God and there was not the relationship that God has offered, if this was not real, then there is no reason for us to spend any time uh, here in a building together. But let me tell you something. I believe God and I believe what his word says. And I, I, because I believe believe that. Uh, I am acting and living the way that I live. I believe that God answers prayer. I believe God answers prayer. I believe that God uh, blesses obedience. I believe that. You say, I just believe God. You say, well, you're saying all these other things. Well, I say these things because I believe God, because God said that he does these things, and because he said he did these things, and I have witnessed the faith and, and the trust that uh, his, his fulfillment of these things in my life, I believe God. I believe God blesses obedience. I believe the Christian life is the greatest life in the world to live. People that live without Christ, they're missing something. There's a void that's there that nothing else can fulfill. And I'm not saying that the Christian life is without heartache. And I'm not saying that the Christian life is without tears. I'm not saying the Christian life doesn't have its valleys. It does. But let me tell you something. Uh, when you have God as your father and he loves you, uh, there is a difference. There is a peace of God that passeth all understanding. It says it shall keep our hearts and our minds. Uh, God wants us to have that peace. I believe God. I believe, number one, in God. Number two, I believe in us. I believe in us. I believe God has assembled this body of believers for a purpose. I don't think it's an accident. I believe that God has assembled us 
collective, corporately, to do something together for him. I believe in us. I believe in God, but I believe in us. 1 John 4, 4, you are of God, little children, and have overcome them because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Notice here, children, plural. There is, a, there is a reason that that was plural. He wasn't just talking to an individual. He was talking to a group of believers. He was talking to Christians as a whole. He said, ye are of God, little children, have overcome them, because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And if you and I, as believers, have the Lord, and he is in us, if you're saved this morning, uh, your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, you're not your own. Uh, so, uh, so we are in him. Uh, he is in us. Uh, so Psalm 36, 7, how excellent is thy loving kindness, O God. Therefore, the children of men put their trust under the shadow of thy wings. You see, uh, his children, uh, what is it? It's the family of God. The family of God, his children, the family of God, collective, corporate, we, us. Uh, we, we talk about teamwork. We just had uh, staff training the last couple of weeks, and uh, we had a week for the school teachers uh, and going over the, all the responsibilities and needs that they have is getting ready for the school year. Then we had all of the staff together this last week, and, you know, and we spent some time going over uh, teamwork and the importance of it, and you know, uh, the across everybody knows team together everyone accomplishes more and you know what that's the same thing in the in the church it's the same thing in the church you see I believe in God but I believe in us I believe that he has placed us here together uh, to accomplish something for him and what is that there is to be unity there's to be unity you know the church is supposed to be there's supposed to be a unity that's here. And pe people say, well, pastor, I'm here. Well, that doesn't mean there's unity. You can, you can tie two cats' tails together and throw them over the uh, clothesline. There will be union, but there will not be unity. And just being here doesn't mean that there's unity. But God wants there to be unity. Why? Is it so, just makes us happy? No, it's so we can accomplish something for him. He, he places us together uh, to serve him. Uh, he places every member in the body as it hath pleased him. Why? So that whole body can function to accomplish the purpose, the mission. And Bible Baptist Church, let me tell you something. Uh, God has put us here together. And with that, as a body of believers, he wants us to work together, to serve together, to accomplish his purpose, uh, to fulfill fulfill his mission uh, for us down here on this earth. Uh, John 17, 11, and now am I no more in the world, but these are in the world. And I come to thee, Holy Father, keep through thine own name those whom thou hast given me, that they may be one as we are one. He wants there to be that unity. Uh, why? So we can work together. So we can uh, have that unity to accomplish something. Everything got quiet when I said, uh, talk, started talking about unity. 
Why, why is that? Why, why do countenances change as soon as we start talking about unity? This is something that God wants for the church. Uh, and you know, as we are serving together, he wants us uh, to have that unity. So I believe in God. I believe in us as we work together. Uh, that builds strength. That builds camaraderie. That, that encourages. It also helps us to accomplish more uh, as opposed to what we can do in and of ourselves. So I believe in God. I believe in us. I believe in you. I believe in you. As I prepared and prayed for this message, as I thought about the people that God has placed in this body, some that are members, others that come, and I'm glad you come, I believe in you. There's something about having somebody believe in them that really matters. I'm so thankful that I've had some people in my life that believed in me. Thankful for the people that saw a punk teenager and believed in me. I'm thankful for parents that love me in spite of me. I'm thankful for the people that came alongside, youth pastors and coaches. I had some amazing coaches over the years. And they just, they believed in me. You know, there's something powerful about having somebody believe in them. 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 24, Faithful is he that calleth you, who also will do it. I have that verse put up in my office. You know why? Because I have to be reminded that God's for me. I have to be reminded that he'll help me accomplish what he's called me to do. You know, there's power that's there. There is confidence that is built right there. Uh, Philippians chapter 3 and verse number, uh, or for Philippians uh, 1, verse 3 through 6. I thank my God upon every remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine for you all, making requests with joy for your fellowship in the gospel from the first day until now, being confident of this very thing that he which hath begun a good work in you will perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. You know what we find here? We find that the Apostle Paul looked at the people and he said, you know what? I've got confidence in you. I've got faith in you. I believe in you. Uh, there were some that were there that, that Paul was looking at, and some were babes in Christ, and they were still trying to just figure things out. Uh, some were teenagers. They were maybe a little bit rebellious and just fighting. Uh, it didn't matter what, what was being taught or said. They were just against it because somebody was saying so. And, and maybe there was a little bit of animosity that was there. Uh, and with some. Uh, maybe there were uh, some of the mature believers. Uh, there were some that we know of who had forsaken him. Yet the, the Apostle Paul, his, his view of them, 
was positive. Uh, some remained faithful, uh, but Paul's overreaching attitude uh, was one of faith in those individuals. You know, we can all get negative, can't we? We can get negative. But it doesn't help much, does it? Not only does it hurt us, it hurts everybody else that we come in contact with. It just sort of spreads. And, you know, when we have, when we have a negativity about ourselves uh, or about others, what's going to happen is it's just going to tear down and tear down and tear down. And, of course, that's, that is not helpful. Uh, we can all get negative. I have been negative, and sometimes I get a negative view of things and get cynical, and, and we've got to guard that in our own lives. So that's not our view of other people. But the truth is we all need somebody that just believes in us. And this morning I want you to... To know as your pastor, I believe in you. I'm, I'm pulling for you this morning. I'm praying for you. I'm asking the Lord to give you help and strength and uh, the ability to, to work through and make it uh, with the, the path that you are on. Uh, life is a journey, and every one of us, as we're going through this journey, some of us are, are on a mountaintop and everything is great. Others are down in the bottom of a valley. There are some that are on the side of a hillside that are just trying to get uh, just a, a claw, uh, just a little bit of a grip and a grasp on some type of a stone or a crack just to be able to survive so you don't fall. But let me tell you something. Uh, you have a wonderful God that we can have our confidence in. And there are people that are around us uh, that love us and are pulling for us. Uh, but you have a pastor. I believe in you this morning. I believe you can do it. I, can be I believe you can be the Christian God wants you to be. I believe you can be the, the, Christian, uh, the Christian dad that you need to be. I believe you can be the Christian husband uh, that God wants you to be. I believe that you can be that Christian mom, uh, wife, uh, leader that God wants you to be. I believe that you can be the person that God has designed you to be. See, I, I believe. I believe in you. I believe you can do it. I believe you're worthy. You know why we struggle so often is we don't feel like we're worthy. And I'm not trying to give some false sense of a humanistic philosophy. But what I'm telling you this morning is if you're saved, you're a child of the king. You are somebody. And not only are you a child of the king, God has a plan for you. He has a plan for every teenager that's in here this morning. He has a plan for every senior that's here. Sometimes we get towards the uh, end uh, years of our life, the sunset years, and I've, and I've been talking to uh, some of our seniors, and, and they're looking back at, over things that were done, and, they, and they're frustrated that they can't keep doing the same things that they've always done. They want to still uh, serve, and they still want to accomplish things, and God has a plan for you right where you're at. He knows, he knows what your health is going to allow you to do. You see, God has a plan for every one of us. If you're here this morning and you've not accepted Christ as your personal Savior, God's plan for you is to become a child of God. 
The Bible says now is the accepted time. Behold, today is the day of salvation. Uh, I believe, I believe that, uh, that, God, uh, has, he, that uh, God has a plan for each and every one of us. And I believe that as he has laid out a plan for us, that we can fulfill that plan. I believe that you can do it. I believe that you're worthy. I believe that you're somebody. I believe that you're special. I believe that you are desired by God. He wants to know you. He desires there to be that close relationship. I believe in you. You are the church. These buildings are not the church. You are the church. And I believe in you. You're the body. You're the church. You're the people that God has chosen to live and to lead in these days. And I believe you can do it. I believe you can do it. Now, do we believe? I'm gonna go back to the title of the message. I believe. When you don't believe you can, you can't. And when you do believe, and you believe God, well, God is the one that has laid out what the life of the believer is supposed to be. And he doesn't lay out a path that is impossible for us to follow. Have you ever been a part of an of a obstacle course? How many of you have been a part of an obstacle course? You know, they're fun. But some obstacle courses, if you're not careful, they can be, we can make them impossible for the people that are going to come along. You know, I was somewhere the other day and I saw one of those reality TV shows or something and they had people that were trying to run through and jump on these different things and go through and they fall in the water. I don't know what it's called. What is it? Wipeout, is that what it's called? Okay. And they've got these uh, different things there. And if I would try to jump on those, those obstacle courses, I probably would get to the first spot and be done and wipe, and wipe out. Uh, but, you know, the, what's fun in an obstacle course is when it's attainable. It might take some work, but when it's something you know you can do. You know what? God did not put us down here to live a life that was impossible. He put us down here to live a life. There's going to be a challenge in it, absolutely. But it's possible. And everything that I've said is predicated on my belief in God. And because I believe in God, I believe in us. Because I believe in God, I believe in you. And you and I have a wonderful opportunity to live this life that he has given to us. And let's not just float through it. Let's live it. Let's fulfill the plan that he had. The apostle Paul got to the end of his life and he said, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. 
You know what he was saying? He's saying, I followed that path that God had for me. His path was a different path than mine. His path was a different path than yours. But God has a path that he has placed us on. Let's make sure that we live it. I believe. Father, I pray that you'd help us all this morning. And may we be encouraged in the fact that you are such an amazing God. That you can... Uh, and will help us as we endeavor to serve you. I pray that you would meet the needs of your people. As I look around the auditorium this morning, seeing so many different needs and burdens and pressures that your people are experiencing, and I pray that you would just give them the help and grace that they need. But then, Lord, I pray you'd also help us to have confidence in you, our trust, our confidence, our faith. May it truly be in you. And then, Lord, I pray that you would help us to live the life that you have given to us uh, just to, to corporately serve you together uh, and then, Lord, individual, uh, individually to run the race that you've set before us. And so I pray that you'd bless now. Uh, speak to hearts, please. For Christ's sake, we pray. Amen. Let's stand together as the instruments play. You're here this morning. If you don't know Christ as your personal Savior, let me encourage you to come. We'll have someone take the Bible and show you what God has to say about you going to heaven. Maybe you're here this morning and your faith in God has been a little shaken. Let me encourage you to come. Just bow a knee and spend some time with the Lord. Maybe you're off course. Maybe you've wandered. Let's come back to God. I believe. I pray that that is all of our attitudes that we'd believe. We have the ability, we have the opportunities to serve our God. I believe. Thank you for listening. We hope you enjoyed our service. If you would like to hear more, visit our website at bbc4me.org. That's bbc, the number four, me.org. May God bless you.